Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Bird Brains, along with my partner, the ex-Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NJ.com. I'm Mark Eckel. Uh, he's Mark Eckel. I'm, uh, I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, hey, it was a late night, Mark. I was, yes, I was it was. Uh, middle of the week. The Eagles, exactly. You're, you know, we're not used yeah, to this uh, Wednesday. No, Tuesday, no, Wednesdays, you know. No, but I'll tell you what, I kind of like the game sprinkled out uh, over yes. the days. You know? I loved it. Give, gives you something to do. Um, but we're going to talk about the Eagles win last night against the Washington football team. I want to mention that uh, our, our podcast, which is now available on Apple Podcasts, by the way. We're pretty proud of that. Uh, sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Hey, some breaking news. Our January issue is, is about to come out. Uh, we've added Paul Domowicz to our esteemed uh, legion of writers. Of course, my partner Mark Eckel and Sam Carcitti and George Anastasia and some of the best writers in our area write for Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. And it's a great stocking stuffer. So if you have an interest in uh, getting the subscription uh, for a loved one, please email me, Ken at JerseyManMagazine.com, or you can call my cell at 856-912-4007. So, Mark, we're going to talk about the Eagles' victory last night against Washington uh, on a a Tuesday night we just mentioned. I, I have to say that um, there was a little bit of rust at the beginning. It was a, a terribly unlucky interception that yeah. uh, Goddard, it bounced off of Goddard's hands and hit his heel and kind of bounced straight up. As a matter of fact, when it happened, the ball s- took such a trajectory, I said, well, it had to hit the ground because it Everybody b- thought. bounced right <laughs> in the defender's hands. And then, you know, the referees, to their credit, they, they took a look at it and decided that it, it was an interception. And then, of course, uh, Hertz fumbles on their next, a series, the Eagles go down ten to nothing. He comes off the field and gets a tongue lashing from Nick Sirianni, which kind of reminded me of the old days, right? When a player yeah, did something wrong in the old days, you got chewed out when he came to the sideline. You don't see that too much anymore. But it happened last night, and then of course the Eagles rebounded, ran the ball exceptionally well, 238 yards on the ground. Now, Miles Sanders, 18 for 131, a 7.3 average. Uh, Jordan Howard at 69 yards. Um, of course, Hertz ran the ball effectively. What were your initial thoughts on the game last night? Yeah, I mean, it's a big win. They had it was awesome. Again, I hate using these those those cliches, but if the Eagles have any had any idea of of getting to the postseason, and now they're right there, uh, they had to win last night. I I thought it was it was more important for the Eagles to win that game than it was even for Washington, simply because they were home. Um, you know, they, they needed to get their first one against Washington. Now they can see a path. I mean, there, there's a clear path for them to get that last. I mean, right now they're, they're, they're you know, tiebreakers come into effect. Right now the Saints, Vikings, and the Eagles are all 7-7. Seven and seven. The Vikings have the – right now the Vikings have the tiebreaker in terms of better – I think it's a better record against common opponents. I believe that is the tiebreaker. So they, are, they, they are in right now in that seventh seat in the Eagles. On the I'm not outside sure how that's I, – I have to look that up because who did the, the, I know the, the, the Vikings lost to the Lions, who the Eagles beat. So that's, that's a common opponent that goes to the Eagles' favor. Obviously, the, the league wouldn't have it wrong, but I'm, I'm going to look that up today to yeah. see exactly who the Vikings have beaten that the Eagles have lost to. 
Hey, by the way, according to Crossing Broad this morning, the Eagles are the number one rushing team in the NFL, and they're the first team to run for 175 yards yes. in seven straight games since the 85 Bears, who had a guy on their team by the name of Walter Payton. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, no one else runs the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a great but point. But no, this is their play. Listen, I've said this before, and I'm gonna, I'm, 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 it's gonna be a, an apology of sorts, but. This is this this the guy that's coaching the Eagles the last two months is not the guy that was that coached the Eagles, the who, right. like, who the Eagles had out there in September and in I the couldn't pre- agree. I couldn't it's agree with you more. It's not, and I don't know what happened. Well, I have my you, own little you know yeah. theories, little um, little backdoor meeting, little call into the principal's office. You think? You no, know? I think it's no? the opposite. Here's what I think. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not usually. I'm not the you know. The guy hiding behind the thing, you know, no, pretty realistic. I think this is what he always wanted to be. But his bosses, whether it's Jeffrey Lurie or Howie Roseman or both, told him, no, we throw the ball. This is what we do here. We, we, want, a, we want an offense that's, that throws 65% of the time or more. You know, mm-hmm. And I'm basing this just off, you know, being around those guys a long time. The story about you know what they what they did with Doug the last couple of years when if he ran too much they kind of yelled at him. So mm-hmm. this is you know and this guy's new so he's okay I'll do whatever you want me to do what do I know? Right? Well listen that sounds like the old buddy Lion uh, buddy Ryan line with the Eagles uh, or when he was talking about the press he said if I win you can't hurt me and if I lose you can't help me right? Yep. I mean right. he's got yeah, he's got to win he's sitting with you exactly <laughs> exactly so so I, but this guy did listen to the press because the press kept and the fans kept saying. You got to run the ball more. Yeah. So I don't. No. Think, I don't think he listened to the fans or the press, but I think he said to himself, and again, this is all just idle speculation on on my part. But they're not winning that the, the way they were playing. They were not winning. They were two and five or two and four, whatever they they were. I think he said to himself, "Listen, if I keep doing it their way and we keep losing, I'm going to get fired because we're going to go three and fourteen. Mm-hmm. So let me do it my way." If they don't like it and they fire me, at least I'm going to go out my way, right? I mean, what, 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 but what even makes that philosophy even more intriguing is that he made that decision the week that Miles Sanders <laughs> Right. So he, he was down to, uh, to Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. Yeah. Who I like, by the way. He didn't really didn't get any action last night. But by the way, let's talk about running the football and the Eagles' offensive line. Right. That's when you talk about from. when you talk about Jason Kelsey, not only are you talking about maybe the best center in football today, maybe the best center the Eagles have ever had. Certainly in the conversation for the Hall of Fame, and I've never seen a more athletic center. Did you see him pull on yeah. the one play when yes. he just? And then we did it twice. The one time he was almost running stride for stride with Miles Sanders, and he was mad at Sanders because Sanders broke the wrong way. I think he had him the defender shielded for a touchdown. But and then Lane Johnson on a screen pass just showed uh, the one that Rager broke. Actually, hey, uh, Jalen Rager, Rager point. How about that? But uh, Lane Johnson and Goddard did a good job of blocking. But Lane Johnson was way down the field. Uh, the, the, this Eagles offensive line. Is, is playing exceptionally well. Uh, a guy who I really like, Jordan Mulata, got off to a rough start last night with penalties. penalties. But um, but yeah, I, I just I had to mention. Yeah, that, they're just I had to mention Kelsey. The, the offensive line to me has been the 
the collective star of the team. Taking nothing away from Miles last night, and he um, they start, but they were like you said, they were running without him. I don't. I think any now the better you are, the better you'll you'll do. That's in any any job really. But they could. It's not the. I mean. They could put almost any any decent running back behind that line, and he's going to play well. He might not get 138 yards, but but he can get 98. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's the line. I mean, if you're an NFL running back, you're good enough behind that line. You're going to gain yards, and you're going to look good. Um, and that's what they're. That's what it's been. It's been Johnson and Kelsey and Malata and um, now last night Herbert. He played guard last night and looked pretty good doing it. And we had a Greg Ward sighting last night. Hadn't heard much from yeah. him since I think the third or fourth week. Had a touchdown nice catch. catch. He actually too. had uh, he had two receptions for twenty eight yards, and uh, the, the touchdown catch was was outstanding. Um, you know, which leads me to another point. And Devontae Smith is obviously there's something wrong. Number one, did you see the elbow brace he's playing with? I mean, yeah. that's got to be difficult for a receiver to uh, maintain the flexibility with his arm with that thing. And then he seems to be limping a bit. He doesn't look like he's going full speed, and he's really not targeted that much, not much of a factor. I thought he would have played uh, more into that. Uh, your, your thoughts on that? You're right. I, well, he he got banged around a little bit, obviously. Um, and he, the one play he, he came out for, and you saw there was a noticeable limp as he came off the field. Um. I mean, you you would answer you could answer this better than me. I mean, he is a rookie. Is he is he just going? I mean, he's, this is how many games has he played now? Fourteen. That's mm-hmm. an entire in college. Even with the championship games and all that, that's about you're about done now, right? I yeah. Mean, is he going through that? You know that. So you know. No, I think it's more than that. I think I think his burst is gone right now. And as I watch, is, is it from just he's. This is more than he's ever played before? I don't think so. I think no. they played a lot at Alabama. I, I, I just believe that he's nicked up a bit, that arm may be bothering him, but that shouldn't affect his speed. And I did notice him as they uh, panned him uh, walking off on the sideline last night, limping a little bit. And yeah. the fact that he's really not getting open that much kind of leads me uh, to a little bit of concern. Another guy I wanted to mention last night that I thought did a great job. You don't talk about the Eagles' defense a whole lot. Their defensive line really played well last night, a lot of pressure. On a, on a new quarterback, this kid Garrett Gilbert, who was really thrown into the lion's den last night in this game, he was on the New England practice squad a week ago. has to come in now. He does know this coaching staff, and he did know the system, so he had a little bit of a head start. He actually played pretty well at the beginning, but the Eagles' defensive line just imposed their will on Washington's offensive line, and you know pressured him to the point where he really there really wasn't much he could do. No, you're right, and again, that's what we thought the Eagles' strength was going to be this year was their defensive line. We've seen it some games, and how did he just kind of disappear? Um, your boy Fletcher Cox had a sack last night and did a little crawl. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind the crawl when things are going good. It's when you're down by two touchdowns and you do the, but, do the crawl. Yeah, no, I mean it was, a, it was a good. It was a very good win. Um, like I said, I hate the. I don't want to say it's a must win, but it kind of was. If they lost last night, they would have been a game behind three other teams. Just you know, just and they would have had to. You know, they would have. If they lost last night, they would have probably had to win out. Right. And then hold I, I will tell you this, though. Uh, listening to the post-game press conferences by the players, mostly, um, it, it, 
they, they're saying all the right things, and it sounds like they have now have an expectation to play well and win. We're early in the season. I think they weren't 100% sure. You know, we, we talked about the teams I was lucky enough to play for, the, the 80 Eagles and the, the 84, 85 Stars who, who won the USFL championship twice. And those teams had an expectation to win. There, we, we, we rejected losing. There, we were going to find a way. And this team seems to have some of those same characteristics. Now, whether or not they have enough to get into the playoffs, whether or not they have enough to make a run in the playoffs is yet to be seen. But they're playing well right now, and they're saying the right things. And for me, that gives me optimism. Oh, yeah, there could be tons of optimism. Like I said, they're right there now. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I think a week from now, now things, will, things are going to change every week. But they I think the, Giant, week, the Giants, well, the Giants should yeah. be a win. I mean, the Giants yes. are de- decimated. Yes. The game that scares me is that Washington. Now, Washington's got a bad right. taste in their mouth. They're not a bad football team. If the Eagles can win that game, uh, I mean, and then we play Dallas at home, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, the game that I'm most concerned about, obviously I'm concerned about Dallas, but at Washington, is it really a game that could be the pivotal game in the entire season? Yeah, and, and again, you – you don't like to, re- to rely on other teams, but that's a, but that's just the way it is. But I think, like I started saying, a week from now, or a week from Monday, you know, two days ago, after the games are played this weekend, let's say that, <laughs> the Eagles will be in the playoff spot. That's my right. prediction. Because right. they're going to beat the Giants, and the Vikings are going to lose to the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's going to put them in that seventh spot. Even yep. if, cause even if the Saints win, and it was, they had the, they had the Eagles had the tiebreaker. Yeah, the tiebreaker. And then and then it's the enviable um, situation where you have your destiny in your hands, which is what every what right. every team is looking to do. And uh, you know, I I got to give everybody credit. You and I, we weren't that optimistic before the season started. We, you know, we're telling it like it is. And basically, and I spoke to Mike Quick a little bit about this last week. The Eagles are better than we thought they were going to be. Sirianni has grown as a coach yes. over the course of the season. Uh, they're running the football, and they can stop the run, which is the characteristic that all championship teams must have. So I really do believe that uh, the Eagles, uh, if they uh, play like they did last night, the, the last three games, they have a shot at doing something special and something that really nobody expected. Hey, Mark, uh, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Of course, we'll be back next week talking about hopefully an Eagles victory against the Giants. For uh, my partner, Mark Eckel, I'm Philadelphia Eagles tight end Ken Dunnick. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and a Happy Holiday. Take care.